Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Father, as we hear, help us to obey. 
and walk in your statutes and in your covenant. Oh, God, oh God, thank you for this great time of fellowship. We praise you and we magnify you. We give you all of the praise, all the glory, all of the honor. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Once again, welcome. Blessings, greetings, hallelujah, hola, my God, however you can say hello. Amen. Praise God. We, we greet you with a holy hello on this day. We pray that you are blessed on today and you are walking in the favor. Jesus. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. And once again, I just want to say I'm thankful and faithful. My God. When you think about where you could have been and if it hadn't for the Lord, my God. You can't help but say thank you, Jesus. Because each and every day that I wake up, and I'm in my right mind, and I'm, I'm able to get up out of bed without any assistance. My Jesus, I'm, I'm not, amen, raised out in a place, glory to God, where, hallelujah, Jesus, I am bound up. I thank you. For those that are in various conditions and health situation, mind situation that cannot, my God, focus and do for themselves. We pray for them. We pray. We pray because you never know when you're going to be in a place. You never know what's going to happen from minute to minute. But sometimes people forget that it's because of God's grace that you're able to do anything or say anything or even to think a certain way. I'm blessed to say that I didn't get a phone call through the night season that my children are, my family members are, even my enemies, Lord of God, were in a bad situation. I thank God that today all is well. All is well. And I pray that that is also your testimony, that all is well. All is well. My God, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Glory to God. So we, we have an awesome um, word, as always. God's word is always awesome. And then no matter what the topic is, no matter what we're talking about, I believe that in the word of God, God is always awesome. Amen, praise God. So I pray that um, you have invited someone to the broadcast on today. I pray that um, you yourself are excited about what God is going to say 
and the word of God on today. Amen. So, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me, I bless his holy name. Hallelujah. I don't want no extra crowd for me. Hallelujah. When I have a mouth to praise him, I'm going to praise him. I'm telling you, there are so many things that happen at night when you're sleeping, even when you're not sleeping. That's the high holy time for the witches and the warlocks and the demons and all of the dark spirits. They get together in the night season. They plan cats against you. And so when you are able to wake up and you didn't lose your mind, oh, glory to God. Uh, 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 you didn't go into a coma or have a stroke, a heart attack, or your sugar wasn't elevated through the night season to the place where, my God, you were almost dead. You need to thank God. Because all I can think about is the blood. Because the blood is over our doorpost. There are some things that passed us by. They could not attack us. They could not attack your home. They couldn't do it because they saw the blood. The sword. The sword of God. Standing right at your door. My God, I'm thankful. I'm thankful. Hallelujah. I tell you, this 30 days, this 30 day time of Holy Communion fire, my God, the reflection, the remembrance of our Lord and Savior. has caused me to be more. I said more. I didn't say that I was not thankful before, but it's caused me to be more thankful. My God, Jesus. Thank God. For he, he's uh, doing amazing things in this season. So let's go to the Word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible says that the word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our pathway. I could not make it without the word. I've been walking around in circles. I'd be like a person that, you know, just doesn't have an understanding of, of anything. The word has been a lamp and a light to my pathway. Hallelujah. So today we're gonna we're gonna go to the book of Romans. Amen. Romans the twelfth chapter. Romans the twelfth chapter, verses nine through twenty one. Amen. Romans Romans, the book of Romans. Amen. That is in our New Testament. Amen. And it's the 12th chapter, the 12th chapter, 
Romans 12, Romans 12, verses 9 through 21. Amen? Praise God. Praise God um, for the benefit of those that might be still looking for a pen or some paper or uh, even looking for the scripture. I'm going to say it one more time. Romans, Romans, the 12th chapter, and the 9th through the 21st verse. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, the Lord. Amen. Praise God. I want you all to, before I get into the word, I'm going to ask you all to touch and agree with me. Um, on yesterday, I lost my debit card. So I'm just asking you to touch and agree with me. Amen. That I locate it. Amen. But you know what? It's all well. I want nobody to start panicking and, and, and saying, oh, my, oh, my God, it is all well. I just need the saints to touch and agree that I locate in Jesus' name. If it's good, if I don't locate it or if I do locate it, it's still all well. But I'm asking you to touch and agree that it is located in Jesus' name. I, I, I like the song, I, I got a feeling that everything's going to be all right. Amen? Hallelujah. Now let's go to Romans. Romans, the 12th chapter, verse 9 through 21. Amen. And what I'm going to do today is I'm just going to read it out of the New uh, Living Translation. And it may be just a little bit different from the King James Version, but I just felt like it had better understanding um, for us on today. So I'm going to read Romans 12 and 9 of the New Living Translation um, Bible, and uh, you read along with me in any translation of your Bible. Amen. Praise God. Let's go. Let's read. Amen. Don't just pretend to love others, really love them, hate what is wrong, hold tightly to what is good, love each other with genuine affection, and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, to work hard and serve the Lord. Rejoice in a confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless be happy with those who are happy and with those who weep. Live in harmony 
with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people and don't think you know it all. Never pay evil with more evil. Do things in such a way that everyone can see you of Romans the twelfth chapter. Do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. Dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. For the scriptures say, I will take revenge. I will pay them back, says the Lord. Instead, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. In doing this, you will keep burning coals of shame on their heads. On the 21st verse of Romans, the 12th chapter, and it reads, Don't let evil conquer you or conquer evil by doing good. Oh, my God. Jesus. What a powerful, powerful, heart-touching word. Romans 12, 9 through 21. Isn't that your heart burn? Oh, my God. Jesus, I thank God for this word. Romans 12, 9 and 21. God is speaking to us about something very important here. Um, in the King James Version, Romans 12 and 9 says, so Let love be about dissimulation. However, a carbon that was evil, cleave to that which is good. That is the scripture for today, Romans 12 and 9. Amen. And today, our topic for today is living and just behavior. Loving and just behavior. And today we're going to um, look at our personal behaviors. Yes, today we're going to look at our personal behaviors. The Christian way of life, how are we behaving? Uh, we're going to also affirm the way that we are to love another and how we are to become more loving. The Apostle Paul is going to teach us how to reflect on our personal behavior and how we are to live and have a certain character of love, love for ourselves and love for one another. The Apostle Paul is going to talk to us about that. You know, the thing that I often reflect on in the body of Christ is personal behavior. The thing that most people, when they are 
thing to reflect on their behavior. A lot of people think that their behavior is fine. Have you ever heard people say that this is the way that I am and you can't change the way that I am? They actually think that the way that they are is good. There are some people that are very nasty, ungodly, unprofessional ways, and they think that they are okay. They think that the way that they react, the way that they act, the ways that they have, the behaviors that they carry around and walk in, and um, they are professing and professing to be men and women of God. They are professing to be Christians and saved and holy, that they have behaviors. They act a certain way. They say certain things. They do certain things that are just not godly. They're not the Christian way. They're not the ways that that draw people to Christ. As a matter of fact, they are pushing you away from God. Um, they, they act certain ways that are just not right. But for some reason, they have within their minds that this is right. Them. They are very comfortable with ugly attitudes and disrespectful ways. Uh, they're honorary and, and they are um, they're selfish. Oh my God, the list goes on and on. The ways that you see and re- that people show reflect their hearts. Sometimes people are so angry, so bitter, so hurt, they show it in their behavior. There are some people that have built up a certain character because of things that have happened to them in their lives. Uh, They picked up behaviors from their mothers. They picked up bad behaviors from their fathers. They picked up bad behaviors from... uh, their association with different people, and they brought it into the body of Christ and they never changed their ways. I'm telling you, there are some people that if you told them today that they had a bad attitude, that that, uh, their expressions on their face was just unwelcoming, if if the things, if you told them the things that they said were just out of the, out of order and the will of God, they they would they would probably stop speaking to you because they would feel like you hurt their feelings, you disrespected them because they feel like their ways are are uh, acceptable to God. My God, and they'll probably say some things to you. <laughs> you know because you made them feel some kind of way. But today the Apostle Paul says, I see, I'm hearing about, he's, he's writing a letter to me. He says, I'm hearing, and he's writing a letter to the church. He's writing a letter to the, the people in the church, the people that, you know, 
not not the people in maybe a particular church, but just the people in general that go to church. My God, he says, I am hearing about your behavior. You can't behave a certain way if you're saved. You gotta get rid of that attitude, you gotta get rid of that, you know, that anger that is that is showing up in your behavior. You can't call yourself a Christian and you don't love. But the word of God, how can you say that you love me and you hate you hate you hate there are people that go to church, I promise you. You're gonna sit next to somebody the next time you go to church. You're going to stop properly next to somebody. You're not going to sit next to somebody, uh, somebody in that church. Or before you start the church, you pass by somebody throughout the week. You pass by somebody that said they were saved. And they did not show love. You know what the problem is? A lot of people don't know how to love. They think that they are living in their own hateful way. They love, people love who they want to love. And the Apostle Paul said that that's not, that's not the behavior that Christ is calling for in the church. He didn't die for you to just pick and choose who you're going to show a smile to, who you're going to help, who you're going to be friends to. He said, I didn't die for picking and choosing of to have a behavior when it's pleasing to you or when it's beneficial to you. He said, I died so that you can show love to everybody just like I did. Jesus said, I died. I didn't pick and choose who I was going to die for. I died. He says, I died. So whoever comes to me, whoever gives their life to me can be saved. I didn't die for a particular family. I didn't die so that I could have a particular clique of people that, you know, were going to uh, be nice to people. We're going to deal with personal behaviors. Some people have personal ways. Have you ever had people to tell you that the way that you were acting was not godly or the things that you said or the, the, the behavior? that you had was not godly, it was it was out of order, the things that you did were out of order. How did you respond? Did you get upset and angry? Wanted to leave the church, wanted to you know, stop participating in things because your behavior was being corrected. This is what the Apostle Paul and that's why when people with that leadership, people in ministry and think that it's easy it's hard because you have to correct behaviors. You have to correct ways of people that they think that they're going to bring into the church and, and, and uh, they're going to remain that way. The Word of God, that's why the Word of God has to be the truth. Because the Bible says that the truth will make you free. And when you speak the truth of God's Word, it, it, it should cause people's behavior to change. That's when you begin to look and see if people are really saved. Because if people are really saved and the truth is being spoken and it's, it, it, it's a reflection of your heart, and when you look at your heart and you're not loving your sisters or your brother in the natural and in the spirit, 
then you need to you need to begin to really search and see if you're saved. Because if you're hearing the word of God and you are just around the saints of God, there there should be something that that um flows through your um spirit that causes you to change. When I am around people that are in the body of Christ, I pick up their spirit. I, I pick up, you know, whether they have a good spirit or a bad spirit. I don't take on the bad spirit, but I gravitate from the good spirit. You know, have you ever heard people say, you know, I just, I just, you know, want to be like, I want to have that love, like so-and-so, so-and-so. I'm not calling any names, but have you ever picked up that people just, have, just show that genuine love and you and you try to pattern yourself after that? Nothing's wrong with that. Nothing wrong with you trying to have love like you saw somebody else have. You can't do it like do it, but you can pick up that, that spirit of love. And, and you say, oh, I want to love, you know, she loves or how he loves. I want to love my husband like that. I want to love my wife like that. We show one another how to be like Christ. So there's nothing wrong with that. We show them. That's how people know how to be more like Christ because they see it in you. If people see you walking around with all the hell in you and all the anger in you, don't nobody want to be like that. Nobody wants to care. It's a, it's a shameful and a hurtful thing for people to walk around with such a continent of, of just, just being angry because something happened. And you can't get over it and let God heal you. They have behaviors that the, the Apostle Paul had to write to them and say, we're going to correct this. Because people should want to come to the house of God and not see people not loving. You see people in the church that don't love one another. they in the same household of faith. They, they're working in the kitchen together and can't stand to stand beside one another. They're singing in the choir and hate one another. They're on the praise team. Don't like one another. Can't stand her. Can't stand him. You know, just because people have ungodly ways don't make you not hate like them. You still got to love them. The Bible teaches us how to love from a distance, but you still got to love them. Some people you work with, you still got to love them. You can't have a bad behavior because they hate you. So today, that's what we're talking about, loving and having a just behavior. So let's go ahead with our scriptures here so that uh, we can hear and see how the Apostle Paul is going to fix some things here uh, with the Romans. Amen. Praise God. Let's let's go ahead and, and, and look at verse, verses 9 through 13. We're going to put all these scriptures together. Amen. Verses 9, to, 9 through 13, verse uh, chapter 12 of Romans. Um, we started off talking about this is a believer's call to love. You have a calling. You have a ministry to love. Your ministry is nothing without love. Let me tell you something. As a pastor, prophet, apostle, a teacher, and an evangelist, as I have walked in all of our soul ministry gifts, let me tell you something. I would not be the woman of God that I am today because of God, first of all. Second of all, 
act of that be used by God in the way that God uses me. I did not have love for everybody. I can't pick and choose who I love. I can't pick and choose who I'm going to do for. I have to do what the Spirit tells me to do. Now, if we had our way, we would not be bothered with some people because they don't have a a godly attitude. Does anybody ever get that way that sometimes, you know what, we just, uh, if we had our way, we would treat certain people a certain way because they, they don't have a, they don't have the godly behavior. But because it's not our ways, it's not our thoughts, it's God's ways and God's thoughts. Amen. We have to treat everybody equal. God says, I reign on the just as well as the unjust. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But in ministry, you're going to have some people that show love, going to show out, and show you who they really are. Not who they say they are, but who they really are. But through all of that, you have to love them. Not only say it, but I'm telling you, I have to preach to some folks. Minister to some folks and pray to some folks. And I have to have the right attitude each and every time I do it. I can't pray out of anger because of what I heard you say about me and how you treated me different. You didn't treat me right, but I have to treat you right. You didn't honor me, but I still have to honor you. Pastor <laughs> Paul said, we're going to stop this. We're going to show Christ all the way around, in the church and outside of the church. If you say you say, you're going to take on the spirit of love. But it, see, let the truth be told. As we're talking about our 30-day communion fire, it was love that kept Jesus on the cross. It was pure love. My goodness, it was love. That's love. I love the song. It says, Jesus went to Calvary to save the wretch, like you and me. That's love. Yeah, that's love. He went there because we didn't deserve it. We, did. we act ungodly sometimes. We didn't deserve it. But he says, love. The songwriter says, love lifted me. Love lifted me. When everything else had failed, you know, love lifted me. I, I'm just... You know, just throwing some songs out there. I'm not really singing this morning, but I'm just trying to give, give you a picture of what love is. Sometimes you're going to be crucified for somebody that hates you. Who am I talking to now? But you know what? It is so that they have a right to the tree of life. It is so that they can change. So sometimes when people are... Uh, Living a lifestyle for the enemy, they have certain ways. But when they really see Christ, when they really get into the 
knowledge of knowing Christ, they change their ways. I say, the more that they see, not not so much as talk. I'm talking about after you have heard the word of God, after you have jumped and shouted and and uh, laid on the floor and cried and screamed, then all of that should be showing up in you when you leave the house of God. That's when that's when the testing season and the testing time comes. You to show love. Because it's, it's easy to sit and shout and say amen, but when, when somebody comes and, and buttons and say something you don't like, when, when the boss, you know, overlooks you, amen, praise God, when your husband and your wife mistreat you, when your children do some things against you, when your neighbor does something you don't like. When people driving down the street or walking down the street or in the store does something, where is the love? Where is the love that you show? So sometimes, you know, we're not always in the spirit. But let the truth be told, that's most of the Christmas testimony. Uh, They catch me out of the spirit, and and I might say and do something. How long you going to stay out of the spirit? How many times do people got to catch you out of the spirit? That's saying that's saying something right there that you need to work on being more in the spirit. If you if you always got to say they caught me out of the spirit, they caught me on a bad day. Well, you need to stop having bad days and start having good days and start showing love because we need to start changing this world. It is love that's gonna change the mindsets of these people. Love love does not mean you go walking around saying Hallelujah, Jesus, all the time. But love means that you start doing some work. Building up some uh, things in this earth realm so that some of these people that are out here hurting and so angry and so mad, and even people in the church, we need to start having more resources for the people. That's love. Love is, is, is learning how to how to show and do some things that brings people out of places where they're hurting. What are you doing to build and to bring the people out of places of hate. You know, are you sitting around just talking about, oh, that girl's so mad, but you're not trying to do anything in ministry to to build something or to have something or to direct them to a place where they're not angry. you got a lot of angry people in church, and all the church is doing is keep on preaching to them and preaching to them and preaching to them, but there, is, there are no... There are no uh, personal, uh, there are are no set-aside classes or uh, workshops or places where they can come, where they have an outlet where they can release anger. Everybody don't release anger when they sit in the church. They sit there and get more angry. They leave out of their anger. Where is the love? Love will give you ideas on how to help people to turn their lives around. What is your idea? Are you just sitting around with the gift you're sitting there and not doing anything with it? Somebody needs to come out of hate. I know I'm kind of I'm kind of getting into a different message with this, but I wanted to um, just kind of throw that in there because a lot of people, when you when you say love, what are you really saying? Okay, let's take husband and wife for an example. When you say you love your wife, that's just words. 
You just say, honey, I love you. Baby, I love you. But love is an action word. How do you, you show me I'm not cheating. You show me I'm not going out there, you know, uh, lusting. You show me by not by not going out there misusing the money that you're supposed to be bringing home. That's love. Love ain't able to take care of your family when you're supposed to take care of your family. Of being submissive when you're supposed to be submissive. Love is not not love. If you love me, you don't walk out on me when you need to be there. That's love. So you can say you love me all day long, but if you're not showing me in ways and in actions, then you don't really love me. Come on, my back. Sometimes we have good lip service. Oh, I love the Lord. I love Jesus. But then when he tells you to do good to somebody that hates you or or to do something that you think uh, is, is, is not right, because of how somebody is treating you. You don't do the assignment. You ain't showing love. Everybody is not going to love you. But you're doing it because you love them. See, understand this. Your love brings people out of the hate and pain that they are in. You show them a better way. Sometimes, like like I said, sometimes people grew, people are angry and don't show love because they grew up in unloving homes. Everybody didn't grow up in a home where mama wrapped their arms around them and said they loved them. There are some people that mama wrapped their arms around them and tried to choke them. <laughs> Come on, somebody. And so they grew up with hurt in their hearts. Anger. So just because people don't show you love don't mean that they, they really hate you. But they actually hate themselves and they're showing it through their actions. Because anybody that can hate another individual, you cannot possibly love yourself. Because love is a fruit of the spirit. Love, I'm telling you, When people don't love, they have a door open in them that causes them to be bitter that they have not been healed of. So you can't count everybody out just because they don't show good behavior. But the thing is, when you know better, you do better. So we got to start helping these people to know better, know better. Um, It it amazes me how people want to pray everything out of people. Prayer is good, but then you got to show. After you pray, then start showing them. My God, in the name of Jesus. And so here the Apostle Paul starts off, this is a believer. He's calling us to love. He's calling us to love. And in those verses, when he says that we got to have fruit, we're like trees. What do people see when they see you? Do they, do they see love? Now, as I said before, we have certain people that we show love to. So, of course, the people that we hang around, they're going to see the love in us, you know. 
And, and sometimes people hang around people that are worse than them when it comes to love, when it comes to showing love, because, see, therefore, one can't correct the other because they got bad attitudes, they got bad spirits, you got bad spirits and bad attitudes. So both of you see the same thing, and the both of you, you're like mirrors to one another. So you're not going to correct one another because the both of you are the same. You're like twins in the spirit. It takes somebody that is walking in love to see you out of love. Come on, somebody. Amen. Glory to God. So uh, one of the fruits of the Spirit is love. Amen. Praise God. It, and love is something that is shown. It is shown in and out, in, inside and outside. But sometimes we got all these fake people. We got fake people. They, you know, they, they'll show you, they'll hug you around first and they'll, they'll walk right out of the church and stab you in the back. They, they really didn't love you, but they just wanted to show the people. You know, they put on and pretend people. Fake. God says, I'm going to show you up and I'm going to put you in a place where you're really going to have to show some love. And, and let the truth be told, the longer you hate, the longer you have bad behaviors, the longer your blessings are going to be held up. I've learned not to let people stop my flow of blessings by me not loving them. Glory to God. People always ask me because they know they know my stories of certain people and certain individuals that have just, you know, um, did things. And when uh, they see me around certain individuals or even the mention of their name, I might even ask how these certain individuals are doing because it's not my it's not my job to hate you. It's not my job if we're going to get on a little later here in the lesson to, to revenge or to try to retaliate against you. That's not, you know what, I would only bring curses upon myself. So I know, I know the benefits of loving. I'm not saying it didn't hurt. Yes, it hurt it. But it also built my ministry up. It built my ministry up to be able to have a testimony to be able to show other people that are in the same situation I'm in how to overcome those that are not showing you love. We got to have a certain behavior. It is no excuse. You cannot walk around here not loving. That's what the Apostle Paul was saying. He said, you're in the church. How are you going to profess Christ and then you're not showing love? My God. So he said, it's a fruit. We got to, that's why God's urging us in this season. Let to have genuine love. He's purging us. Because he doesn't want us walking out here with the same story of God's going to bless me, God's going to bless me, and we never get the blessing because we're not showing love. God, I'm, I'm telling you, you're being tested. Test. Have your test. And start loving. Come on, start loving. Please start loving. I'm trying to help you all. We're getting to the end of the year. Find somebody that hates you and start loving on them. You ain't got to be in their face, but just, just start loving, showing some, sending some prayers their way, some good prayers. Not no prayers to curse. Come on. My, my God. So we're being called to love. 
Amen. Praise God. Um, unconditional love. This is what the Apostle Paul is talking about. He said, we are to show respect. So this this is a part of love. We have to show respect. You know how many times people have disrespected me in leadership? My God, I've been disrespected, but I still show them love. I know how to correct in love. Oh, yes. I know how to correct in love. I know. God, God will mature you where you don't have to curse nobody out. You don't have to set nobody out, you know, in an ungodly way. He will show you how to share, how to have love and correction when you're disrespected. People, people that don't show love are not kind. There are people that have not been kind to me. I'm sure people have not been kind to you, but you still have to show love. Uh, people have not shown affection. People have not been sincere. That's all a part of not showing love. But we, we, if we want God's best, we have to show these things. We have to ask God to transform his mercy upon us. Glory to God. It's going to be a lot of challenges. Don't be slowful. Don't be lazy. The scripture says, be fervent in the spirit. We're supposed to have that excellent spirit. If we so lazy, we sit down, and we would just want to have the ministry where we pray things to come to us. We don't want to get up there when we do the work. We sit around and we have the same story. I know I'm supposed to do something for God. I'm still waiting on God to open up a door. Well, work, work, and the door will open. Let God use your gifts, and the door will open. Let the truth be told. You keep about being lazy. You think you think you're looking uh, godly when you say, "I'm waiting on the Lord." You know, God is not pleased when we are waiting on something that He's already opened. Instead of you saying, "God, I really don't know." the door that you open, and, and you can't say that too long either. That's a poor excuse because there's too much of the word out here. The truth of God's word is being spoken. And if you don't take the word of God and begin to allow it to get in you and to move you to the places where you're supposed to be, you're going to have the same story year after year after year after year, and it's just going to not sound good to God. Amen. Glory to God. We got to learn how to love. Love brings us to places of victory. We got to we gotta show love and change our attitudes because it, it brings a positive lifestyle. Have you ever changed your ways and you saw that your life became more positive? I'm going to tell you something. It, it's not worth your health. Hating somebody. It's, you know what? A lot of people, a lot of people are sick, and I thought about this in communion the other day. When, when, when it says a lot of people are sickly and, you know, are sleeping, a lot of people are sick and, 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 and uh, have things that are upon them because of the lack of love. 
because of their ways, their behaviors. It can it opens up the door to, to all types of stuff to come in and cause you to be sick. Things that you ain't never had before. Come on. Sometimes our healing is as simple as simple as just changing your body. It closes the door to, to sickness. Deliverance is something. If people really get to what deliverance is, sometimes people think they're just going to lay hands on you and certain things going to come out and change. I mean, that can happen. I'm not saying that that doesn't happen, but, but, but sometimes deliverance comes in stages. Sometimes people, people that are coming for deliverance, sometimes people that are doing deliverance need to just really call out their behaviors, your, your ways. When you change your ways, that's why the Bible says if a man ways, please God, he'll make your enemies be at peace. It's your ways. When you don't love, I see people walking around here all the time talking about they love God, and then they, they, they don't love somebody. And then the neighbor say, God's just going to have to deal with me. I'm sure he is, but do you really want God to deal with you? He don't really want God to deal with you. It, it's bad. That's why in, in our communion, it says that we need to judge ourselves. If we judge ourselves, we will not be judged. You don't really want God to bring judgment upon you. We say that because sometimes it, people think that it makes them look like they are powerful and they are walking in some type of anointing. It is foolish. You're just really looking foolish. Sometimes we say things that, you know, just cause people to scratch their heads. It's just, it's just not God. I'm God is going to have to deal with me because I, I definitely don't like her. I just can't, you know, I can't stand her. It's something about her. It's something about each and every one of us that people might not, you know, they might not settle right with people, but you you, you, you cannot change your ways to to start hating people. You, 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 a lot of people got ways that are not right, but you need to show them the right way. You know, uh, Sometimes we just have to love the hell out of people. Love the hell. We love, the more you love, the more the hell comes out of people. It comes out. It can't stay. It can't stay. So this is what the Apostle Paul was saying. We got to, no, we got certain ways that we act as, as Christians, as people in the body of Christ. So we are facing, these are times of testing. So we got to endure. We got to endure. So here we go. Let's look at verses 14 through 21. He's talking about practical practical living. Amen. Practical living. Um, where are we? Uh, verses um, 14 through 21. Um, he says, bless those who persecute you. Come on. People are going to persecute you. They persecuted Jesus. You can't stop. You're not going to ever be able to stop people from persecuting you. It only shows that you're doing right. Jesus was persecuted, and he was holy. He had no sin. People persecuted him for no reason. So some of us have reasons that people persecute us. Some of us, some of us don't have reasons that people persecute us. But you're not going to stop the persecution. People sometimes want to come and say, can you pray that they stop persecuting me? I say, God, you don't know how you are. The Bible says you are blessed when people say all manner of evil against you. You're blessed. I know it hurts. So let's pray for them. Let's pray for them that, that as they persecute you, you show them more of Christ, that they see Christ. Let's pray that they see Christ as they persecute you. 
That's what you want them to do. You don't want it to stop. A lot of times when we're asking for things to stop, it's to, it's to purge us. It's to purge us. No, we don't like it. But God, what can I show them out of this? We pray wrong sometimes. We pray wrong. I'm telling you, a whole lot of us won't quit. We want things to stop. I know that we do, but I, I find myself, even in this time of communion, asking God, what can I get out of this persecution? How can I show them more of you as this persecution? My God, come on, somebody. We want, we want, yeah, we want things to stop. And uh, if, if we could, we wouldn't let a whole lot of things happen in our life, but they do. But they teach us lessons. They, they, they cause us to get rooted more in love. It, first of all, it brings us in a, in a deeper covenant relationship with God. And, in the, and I'm telling you, all the guys, some of these people say they have, but they can't show love. If you got so much God in you, why, why aren't you showing love? So that's how you know you got a lot of fake folks in the church. You got a lot of folks that like to talk big and say nothing, but when they're tested in, 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 in loving somebody that hates them or somebody that had did them wrong in the past, they can't stand to be around them. I can't stand to be around him, what he did to me and my kids. Finally, I tell you, if God if God tell me to go around somebody that has did me wrong, I'm definitely I'm, I promise you, because I want to be blessed. You all don't know the people that I had to go back around that persecuted me, and they still persecuted me. That's their show, and I hate for them to go to hell. But I'm trying to show them love. You're not gonna be able to change everybody. But do what you were told to do and shake the dust off your feet and keep moving. Don't let them change your ways. It says don't curse them, but pray that God will bless them. My God. People say, what kind of God we serve? Talking about don't curse them. God, I want them. And you know what? Before you finish the statement, God, God has, has changed your words. And you said, oh, my God, this sounds strange. Well, it might sound strange, but that's it causes you and frees you from a whole lot of headaches. Because the tongue has power. You cursing them, they cursing you. All of this cursing and no blessing. Amen. It's just a waste of your time. He said, be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. Learn how to be happy with people. That's a lot of people can't love on they can't love when they see you being blessed. They hate it. Learn how to love. Don't don't get angry because somebody else is being blessed. I'm telling you, uh, so many of you are not being blessed because you don't know how to rejoice with others that are rejoicing. You mad. You mad because their son got in the college and didn't. You mad because they got a brand new car and you don't. You mad because they got a job that you desire. And you asked God for that same job and they got it. You need to look at things. When, when certain things don't happen for you, it is not to make you angry. But you just need to continue to say, God, what do you have for me? Because God allowed it to happen for a reason. And so don't go hating and stopping your blessing. Sometimes God has something bad, better and greater for you. 
And sometimes what you think is good for you, the job that you are, the house that you want, or uh, the the man that you want, or the woman that you wanted, or, or the neighborhood, or, or the position, or whatever, it, it could not be the place where God really was going to use you in. It looks good. Things look good on the outside, but you don't know the demonic and the and the things that are attached to those jobs and that house and that man and that woman. You know, things look good. I have learned not to get upset when I don't get things. I've learned. I said, God, I love you more because he's, he's a father that sees what I don't see. You know. Some of us have some testimonies of some things that we wanted so bad. We was in love with some people. And we went ahead, and when we got it, all of the stuff that we couldn't see before started coming out. And what we thought we loved, oh, my, we had to love it. It was a pain because you wanted it. So, I don't know how I got on that topic, but the Bible just teaches us that we are to be happy. We are to be happy for those who are happy and we, with those who, who, who are weeping. Live in harmony. My God, I've never seen homes the way that I see them now, husbands and wives. Don't even speak to one another in the home. Don't sleep in the same bed in the home. They don't have no harmony. That they'll get in the church and shout you down. They'll get in the church and preach. They'll get in the church and sing. <sighs> Jesus. And 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 you're not even treating your husband or your wife right. Or the children are being neglected. But we'll, we'll get up and and uh, and then have a Holy Ghost good time. We'll treat our neighbor's children better than we treat our own children sometimes. No harmony. We'll we'll go and help somebody in a whole different country that don't have no food. And we'll or we'll hear about somebody right here. We got people right here in the USA, right in our churches, right in our neighborhoods that don't have food and don't have things in their homes. And we won't even lift a penny. That's love. We know about people that got set out. And about to get set out. And living in worse conditions than we are, but we won't even lift a finger. I ask for money, and I don't even get money from people to help people. It's sad when the church can't help people that are living in lesser conditions than you, and we have to tell them, I'm just going to pray for you because we don't have money to help you right now. That's sad. That's not showing love. Love is action, remember? So love is helping somebody. That's harmony. Love is praying, praying for somebody when you hear that they're in a, in a place that's of torment. Not hating, not saying that's what they get. But the truth be told, you didn't get what you should have gotten. But God loved you so much. Oh, I know I'm preaching this morning. Glory be to God. Somebody better say amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, you didn't get what you deserved. Because of grace, God showed you. That's, that's, that's the love right there. If we just reflect on what God did for us, 
and how we wish things on people and, and thoughts on people, and that's what they get, and they should have, if they would have did this, if they would have did that, this wouldn't happen a whole lot of us should have did this and did that. But we didn't. God showed us love through this grace. It's not that God said, okay, you keep on messing up, I'm going to keep on showing you grace, and he is. He's long-suffering. He even gets to a point where he says, no, not, I'm not going to, I'm going to stop right here because it seems like you're not. See, we're supposed to learn from love. We don't take advantage of love. Some some people, the more you do for them, the more love you show, the more they'll mistreat you. No, there's, there are people that, that this is the way it's supposed to go. The more love you show people, the more they start to catch on and stop doing things, stop hating and envy and mistreating. Because of the love that you showed them. That's how we do that's how we do with God, right? The more he loves us, the more we say, Oh God, I appreciate you could have let me die. You could have let me, you know, be left out in the streets with no place to stay. God, you could have look what you did for me. Look what you did for my children. And so because because of what somebody has done, you show them love. It's it's a re, a reverse thing. That's what happens. That's what's supposed to happen. That's why we show love. So that the Bible talks about we reap what we sow. When you show love, it comes back to you in so many different ways. It comes back as favor sometimes. You know, it comes back and gives us second and third and fourth and fifth chances. Chance after chance after chance. That's love coming back. When you show love, it comes back sometimes in the form of money, rewards. Oh, my God. I could preach this on. This is really doing something in my spirit. But here, 17 verse say. Let's go back. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people. Don't think you more than people. But you can't come down and fellowship with people because you ain't got to such a place. That's love going back sometimes to places where you know they feel stuck in in this 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 place where they they really not experiencing all of oh God. You know what it's not. So come back and show some love by by uh showing up and sharing a word maybe. Or just letting them sometimes going back and letting people see your life because they knew that you know what? When you go back around people sometimes and they see how prosperous you are, that's love. That, that you're showing them, look at what the love of God has done for me. He can do the same thing for you. But sometimes people say, wow, look at the glow. Look at the beauty of God upon you. Before, when they saw you, you were just as dead as they were. Now they see you well alive. And so it kind of reflects back on them and say, wow. I want that glow. I want that love. I want that peace. I want that joy that she got. That's love. Just going back and showing them, look God has done. Look where he brought me from. He brought me out of the same place you're in and took me to a higher place. My God. I love this lesson. Um, the 17 verse, never pay evil with more evil. Let me go back to the King James Version and read this. 17, recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. The Bible talks about don't repay evil for evil. 
I'm telling you, you curse yourself. Even if you don't go back and do nothing to the person that did something to you, just to think evil. If you think the evil to come up on them, if you think evil in your heart, you're not showing love. I had to, even in my time of communion, I had to have a list of my enemies and, and, and pray for them. God, I want them to be saved. I want them to, because I know to be to be angry and to show evil, you're hurting. I want them to have freedom in their lives, to have love, to experience this love. It's torment to hate. It's tormenting yourself. I don't care how, your, how people uh, edge you on and say, girl, a honey child, you did. You, you, you sure told her off. You did good. Don't let people walk you out of your blessing. And they'll tell you, oh, you were too good. If that was me, that's another setup. Don't believe the hype. Don't listen to people when they tell you that. That's just a way to get you out of your place of holiness. Sometimes people be so jealous of you, they, they, they will say things in a way that you will think it sounds good, that they, they really care about you. But people really care about you, they want to you to retaliate in an ungodly way? No, they won't. So a lot of times, that, that, those are the people that we fellowship with. That's why you got to check your connections in this season. Because if people are telling you things that are not of the word of God, then you need to you need to begin to look at, do they really love you? If people really love you, they're not going to tell you to do things that's going to cause you to be hurtful or to, to hurt you or for you to hurt God. I'll hurt yourself. Amen. Let's go on. My time is up. It says in the 18th verse, verse it can be possible as much as live it in you, live peaceably. Amen. Again, sometimes to live peaceful is to live uh, far from people, not to be in their presence. Uh, until, and this is, this, is the, this is the hook line, until you grow in love. Sometimes you gotta stay away from people and not go around some people. Not saying that you hate them until you are able to control the hate and walk in love in you. Until you're not able to let them push you to that place where you walk out of an ungodly way with God. You gotta just just, just let God deal. And that's when you can say, let God deal with me. Because if, if he's going to deal with you, he's going to deal with you in a private setting of a time of prayer and a time of him pulling some things out of you that, that will cause you to act a certain way if you were in the presence of that individual that you know is coming against you. So when you do, when God sends you back or sends you around that person or sends you or maybe just uh, orchestrated where you bump into them, it's going to be love. It's almost like you're going to have to reach out and love them. That's the kind of love you're going to have. The smile on your face is going to kill the devil in them. Or just the look of the prosperity upon you. Oh, glory to God, that was for somebody. Just a look on the radiant, my God, Jesus, my time is up here. I got to get off this broadcast. But the, the, the radiant and the, the love of God upon you is just going to kill the devil in there. 
So therefore, it says right here in the 21st, therefore, if thy enemy hunger, feed him, feed him, feed him, feed him. Not only natural food, but feed him the word of God. Yes, you're going to have to feed some folks that hate you. Yes. Uh, if they're thirsty, give them the word. We're talking about that. Drinking of the blood, drinking of the blood. They're going to have to give them, give them, give them the blood. Give them drink. For in doing so, thou he calls the fire on their head. Be not uh, overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. My God, let us pray. Father, we love and thank you and bless you for this word. Teach us how to love, have genuine love, God, agape love, that we will be like you, more like you. We repent of not loving when we were supposed to love. Help us, God. Show us our ungodly behavior that we will take on the, the, the love of God in our hearts and win many souls to Christ. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, and thank God. Amen. I certainly appreciate you. Amen today. Thank you for joining us. This is the Message of Christ Church. I am Sylvia Staples. Amen. Join us um, in the morning at 6 o'clock a.m., and we are doing 30 days of communion fire. You still have time to join us in the communion fire. Uh, praise God. Praise God. Um, you still have time. We will be we will be doing personal communion in our homes until the end of August, August 31st. So please jump in on this communion fire. Get your communion items together and do communion each and every day until the end of August. Amen. Praise God. Meet us every Monday as we give out the scriptures uh, that you meditate on for the whole week. Amen. Praise God. We're still dealing with the blood of Jesus. And tomorrow we will get new scriptures on Monday. Amen. Praise God. We're asking you to go to our website, follow us. You will see all the information for our website. Please go to the website. You will see our weekly schedule. You will see our monthly fellowship schedule. Thank everybody that came out to the um, church picnic on uh, yesterday, Message of Christ, um, Pastor Seaton's ministry, and our Apostle Dion Hill's ministry was also out there. God bless you all and Message of Christ that came out to the picnic. God bless you. We had a wonderful time. Oh, my God, we had a blessing time. Thank God for Apostle Dion Hill. He always brings us such wisdom. I mean, he had us just in awe on yesterday. He just teaching, just teaching, and we were just there to have a good time, but he's just an awesome teacher, and I just thank God for his wife. We just all had a beautiful, loving time. Thank God for my church ministry and for all of those that came that were not a part of our ministries. We thank you for friends and family that came out. Amen. Glory to God. Listen, we're going to ask you to keep sowing in ministry. Please, please go. Go to our ministry, and we're going to ask you to sow. Sow. Uh, there's a PayPal on the website. Amen. Please go there. Amen. Praise God. And uh, you'll see the PayPal, the cash.me. Amen. Praise God. So, 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 so into the ministry. We ask for your financial donations. Amen. Praise God. God bless you all. God bless you all. I look forward to you joining us in the morning at 6 a.m. If you desire to call our ministry for prayer or any questions or comments or text messages that you want us to know about, amen, or you were blessed on the broadcast, amen, call us at 773-609-2071. We appreciate you. That's 773-609-2071. Amen. Praise God. We love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. I wanted to sound like an echo. <laughs> Because I wanted you to get the word love. We love you. We love you. We love you. Amen. Praise God. With the love of Jesus, we do. 
Amen. Praise God. And at this time, amen, praise God, our broadcast is over. And as I always say, have a blessed, wonderful, and fabulous love day. Amen. God bless you. From the message of Christ to you, our broadcast is now over. God bless you. Everybody have a blessed and wonderful day. God bless and goodbye. Goodbye. Your conference recording has stopped. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.